Good evening, and welcome to this live-streamed service of worship on Maundy Thursday here at the Presbyterian Church of Lawrenceville. If you wish to download the bulletin for this service, you can find it by going to our homepage and clicking on the calendar event for tonight's worship service. Uh, You'll find a link where you can download the service, but all of the elements of the service will be displayed on the screen, but there may be some announcements that you want to read about via the the bulletin. Tonight, we remember the Thursday night of Holy Week when Jesus was betrayed and arrested and brought before Pontius Pilate. It was also the night, according to John, when Jesus washed his disciples' feet as an example of how they ought to behave after he departed from them. And it was also the night when Jesus ate his last meal with his disciples. Tonight, of course, is unusual in that we can't gather together physically, but that does not mean that we're not together, gathered at a distance as a community of Jesus' disciples. Tonight, you'll be invited to participate in both acts that I just described. In our case, we will wash each other's hands uh, as a way to remember Jesus' act of foot washing. We will also partake together in the Lord's Supper remotely. On your screen is a list of the items, the elements uh, that you are invited to assemble and bring to your table to participate in these rituals. And so if you've not already assembled them, take some time to do that now. Let us now prepare our hearts to worship God by participating in this evening's call to worship. And you will see the words appear on the screen. You're invited to join in saying together the boldface parts. Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as Christ loved us, we also should love one another. Let us worship God together. Friends, we are assembled for worship as the people of God, each of us worshiping in our homes. And we're gathered together tonight at a distance. That's something of a paradox, isn't it? We are gathered together apart. And tonight we are about to participate in communion, having washed our hands in remembering Jesus' act of washing his disciples' feet. Now it's time to reenact the Last Supper that Jesus had with his disciples. This is not something that we decided to do on our own. Definitive guidance has been given by our denomination, the Presbyterian Church USA, and permission has been given by our church's session. But before we partake of the Lord's Supper, a few words of reflection about how we understand this sacrament, the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. And these words are meant to supplement those of Louise Johnson in the Encouraging Word video that she did earlier in the week. John Calvin understood communion to be a means of grace. It is a sacrament because Christ commanded us to practice it. He said, do this in remembrance of me. There have been lots and lots of theological battles about what he meant by that and by the words, this is my body and this is my blood. There are some who have argued that this means that the elements of communion literally become the body and blood of Christ, transubstantiated into the elements. 
And there are others who argue the opposite extreme, saying that they're only a remembrance and meant to be symbols. John Calvin split the difference, basically. He understood the elements of communion to embody the real presence of Jesus Christ, but the spiritual presence of Jesus when taken by the believer in faith. So the key question for tonight, for tonight with this understanding in mind, is this. Does grace require proximity? Is the grace communicated in this sacrament valid at a distance? Our denomination has said yes, and to me it only makes sense that this is the case. The miracle of incarnation is the fact that God became human. God took on an ordinary human life to communicate to us the grace of the Almighty God beyond time and space. And so in the same way, we take the ordinary elements of our life and sustenance, ordinary bread or crackers, ordinary wine or juice or even water, to communicate the grace that Christ meant for us to receive in this sacrament. And so, my brothers and sisters, come, arrive, and partake Gather at the table. This is the feast. And now, having washed our hands, we move to the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. And I remind those of other denominations who may be worshiping with us that as Presbyterians, we believe that this communion table is not a Presbyterian table. It is the Lord's table. And Christ is our host. Jesus invites all who put their trust in him to come eat and be refreshed in body, mind, and spirit. As we come together in prayer, each time I say, and you respond, you will repeat back the words I have given to you. Let's try that, and let us pray. The peace and presence of the Lord be with us. We lift up our hearts, and so you say, we lift them up to God. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God, because it is the right thing to do, not only now, but always, day after day after day. And you say, day after day after day. We thank you, Creator God, that you made us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we have turned away our faith, hope, and love failing, you reach out to us again and again providing healing, wholeness, and new life. When the flood came, you provided an ark. When the plagues came, you provided safety. When evening came in the dark of the desert wilderness, you provided a pillar of fire. When exile came, you provided a new song in a foreign land. Day after day after day, your love remained steadfast, and you say, day after day after day. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might. And you say, holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. And you say, heaven and earth are full of your glory. 
Hosanna in the highest. And you say, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Blessed is Jesus who came to preach the good news to the poor, release to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind. He freed the oppressed and healed the sick. And you say, he healed the sick. He is healing the sick now in body, mind, and spirit. And you say, he is healing the sick now in body, mind, and spirit. God's mighty power is with us day after day after day. And you say, day after day after day. On the night before he died, the night when he was betrayed and arrested, Jesus sat at a table with his disciples, and he took bread, and he gave thanks for it, and he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. In the same way, after the supper, Jesus took the cup, and pouring it out, he said, this cup is the cup of the new covenant, which is sealed in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink of it, do it in remembrance of me. Let us be a community of faith, hope, and love as together we proclaim the mystery of faith. You say, Christ has died. You say, Christ is risen. You say, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us, scattered geographically yet gathered spiritually, as we set apart our food and drink for a sacred purpose. Let the food and cup we share be for us the body and blood of Christ, fuel for the journey of life and faith. Enable us to be your hands and feet, giving glory to you day after day after day. And you say Enable us to give glory to you day after day after day. And now, Holy Spirit, make us one in Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. And you say, Amen. Let us now pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. At this time, I would invite you to take your bread, or its equivalent, and partake. And feel free, please, to share this and serve someone else in your family. Catherine, the body of Christ broken for you. Amen. And now you're invited to take the cup, the cup that represents the blood of Christ shed for us. Christ's death reminds us that there are real death-dealing powers in the world. 
but they are no match for the powerful presence of God then and now. And so, friends, drink and be grateful. The blood of Christ poured out for you, Catherine. Amen. And now, let the people say, thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord God, day after day after day, you bless us with your presence. Whenever two or three gather in your name in acts of kindness, in sacrificial service to others, in compassionate care, in hard work done under dangerous conditions, in love shown in close company with family, we have eaten at your table, not just at our own. Sustained by the power of your spirit, may we be refreshed, restored, renewed, forgiven, and at peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Your remaining communion elements can be consumed or returned to the earth.